Welcome to The Drum Shuffle, a podcast offering insights, perspectives, and conversations for drummers. I'm your host, Jamie Eads. Hey, how's it going out there, everybody? Welcome to the Drum Shuffle. Jamie Eads joining you as I do each and every week. This is episode 90. Hey, we're closing in on 100. Should we do something special for the 100th episode? I'm asking. Send me an email at the Drum Shuffle Podcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your ideas about that. I hope you're all having a great week this week. Uh, We're having a great week here at the Drum Shuffle World Headquarters. We've got so many great guests coming up, but I'm really excited today. Uh, We are going to be joined once again by the great Daphnis Prieto. Uh, If you're not hip to Daphnis, Google is your friend here. This guy is just a monster. And we're going to be joined by Daphnis once again, right after this message from our sponsor, Los Cabos Drumsticks. The best kept secret for drummers is finally out. Los Cabos drumsticks may look like the sticks you grew up with, but these are not your father's drumsticks. Los Cabos drumsticks is Canada's number one drumstick brand, and they are coming to a retailer near you. With operations in over 28 countries worldwide, thousands of drummers have already discovered the Los Cabos difference. Using FSC certified wood from Canada and the US, Los Cabos make the finest quality drumsticks, percussion tools, and accessories on the market. The best news, Los Cabos Drumsticks offers you a ton of choice. They have 22 individual drumstick models and 14 percussion tools, many of which are available in three different wood types, maple, white hickory, and red hickory. Red hickory comes from the center or heart of the hickory tree and has been independently proven to be both stronger and more elastic than white hickory without adding a lot of weight. While most drumstick manufacturers have shunned red hickory, Los Cabos Drumsticks has embraced it, becoming the only established stick brand in the world to offer a full line of red hickory drumsticks. To learn more about Los Cabos Drumsticks, visit them online at loscabosdrumsticks.com Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and don't forget to ask for Los Cabos Drumsticks at your favorite retailer. Dare to be different. Join the Red Hickory Revolution with Los Cabos Drumsticks. All right, guys and girls, as I mentioned, we're about to be joined once again by the great Daphnis Prieto. Uh, Daphnis was our guest way back on episode 23, so it's been about 18 months since we've had Daphnis on. Since that time, uh, he picked up a Grammy, uh, the album that we were talking about, uh, Back to the Sunset, back on episode 23, actually won the Grammy Award. I talked to him a little bit about that. But Daphnis has a new book out that I am holding in my right hand currently. It is called Rhythmic Synchronicity individual and collective rhythmic skills and then the subtitle a rhythm course for non-drummers it is very interesting as a drummer of 30 years 
I found this book super helpful, especially if you're having trouble with odd meter and stuff. But we talked to Daphnis quite a bit about the book. And here's a hint, kids. You're going to want to listen to this entire interview because I am giving away a signed copy of this book. It is signed by Daphnis himself. Uh, listen to the interview all the way through to find out how you can get a copy signed by Daphnis sent to you from me. But please help me welcome the wonderful drummer, Daphnis Prieto, to the drum shuffle. Hey, good afternoon, Daphnis. How are you? Good afternoon, Jamie. Everything is good. I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm good. Doing good. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, we're talking here on Super Bowl Sunday, and I know that's happening kind of right in your backyard. Has it been? <laughs> has it been crazy? That's what I've in, heard. <laughs> has it been crazy that's in South what... Florida this week? Apparently, uh, in the in the outside world, I have my own cocoon created, so I don't. I don't really. Uh, I'm not really uh, informed of that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't really follow it. I got you. You know, footballer and yeah. stuff like that. But anyway, uh, people enjoy it, and, and it's good. It's a good thing for a Sunday, I guess. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, so since we last talked, it was way back on, uh, I think, episode twenty three. That's been about a year and a half ago, believe it or not. Um, so many great things have happened for you. You know, the last time we talked here on the drum shuffle, we were talking about back to the sunset and what a great record that was. And we, you know, we kind of did a deep dive on that. So congratulations are in order because, you know, this time last year, back to the sunset won the Grammy award for best Latin jazz album. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's right. We got the, the Grammy for this, uh, for the 18th, but they give it on the 19th. Right. So yeah, we're really happy with uh, with uh, that uh, recognition of the work that we did. It was a, a massive work, and it's exciting, man. It's a, it's very exciting. It's kind of a motivates, uh, you know, at least in this case, me to keep on going and you know, <laughs> sure, to keep working. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, and I think one of the highest compliments that I've ever heard about you. We had, you know, the great El Negro on the show not too long ago, uh -huh. and I asked him, I said, you know, who are some of the young guys that just inspire you? And he immediately said, Daphnis. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's my buddy. I love him. I love him. We, we're really good friends, and we know each other for a long time. Sure. And, uh, yeah, actually the same, the same for me. I mean, he's, he, he was a great inspiration for me. I mean, I don't want to make him feel older, but you know, since I was uh, much much younger, and uh, and uh, you know, uh, he's great. You know, I yeah, love yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I just <laughs> I think it's cool when you can become a drummer who's recognized by one name and one name only. You know, so he 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 didn't say you know Daphnis Prado. He said Daphnis, just straight up. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are funny. you are now in the pantheon of one name drummers, just Daphnis, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a the signature thing. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's just <laughs> it's just fantastic. So, um, so how are things at school? I know that you're still teaching at Frost School of Music. Yes. I, okay. Yes, I do. Yeah, I've been there for like four and a half years already, almost five. Oh and, wow! Uh, he has been. He has been doing very well. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying the whole uh, teaching job, the faculty, the school, and the, and the students. There, it's all great, a great thing, a great community, and 
you know, it's a, the, the students are really high level uh, college. So, uh, and we get a lot of talented kids and stuff. So it's really happening. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's just been so many great drummers that came through the University of Miami. It's, uh, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. And, you know, the the Mm -hmm. fact that you're teaching at such a high level, I think, speaks volumes about you. And, you know, that kind of transition us really, really cool into your new book. Um, That's true. And, and, you know, I, and I want to make sure that that we get this across, you know, mostly drummers listen to this show. But the, the book is called Rhythmic Synchronicity, Individual and Collective Rhythmic Skills. Um, when I got a copy of the book, you know, I thought, OK, this is going to be some really high level, you know, Afro-Cuban jazz studies for drummers. Um and then I realized that's not what it is at all. So talk to no, us yeah. talk to us a little bit about the book and and the thought process that went behind it because I know it ties into your curriculum at the school. That's right. This is a this book reflects a course that I created for uh, non drummers. Uh, I mean the whole the whole level uh, uh, of, of of college uh, now is part of the curriculum, so they taken it. They all taken it. And um, I've been doing that for more than a couple of years already at school. Um, and it has worked very well for, for, for all of the students. And this is a book that, that I had in mind doing for a while and a course as well. But uh, now, you know, it gets to be a, a fact uh, just because I have the opportunity that Frost gave me to, to really, uh, you know, doing it and, and, and try it with the kids, their exercises and and you know, uh, going back and forth of of, of some possibilities. Uh, it addresses weak spots of rhythm for those uh, musicians that are non-drummers. Yeah. Uh, you know, we as drummers, you know, we sometimes uh, wish that our players had a, a better sense or awareness of rhythm. And this is one of the uh, this is one of the um, of the um, of the books, of, of, of the information that I really uh, think it would be very helpful for, you know, to really improve uh, 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 rhythmic playing and the rhythmic synchronicity between members of the band. That's, uh, that's really the whole, the whole point of it. And, you know, the, the book is full of uh, exercises. Uh, uh, basically, <clears throat> it's done in a, in a class uh, format or, you know, settings, but... You can you can do it by yourself. You can actually play play two rhythms by yourself and synchronize that and start from there. And then as it gets harder, you know you can do someone else can do one rhythm and you do the other ones. The idea is to be exposed specifically to that. It's a training. It's a rhythmic training so that when you go out and start playing, you have a much more uh, you know a solid awareness and comprehension of, of where and how to play those rhythms, yeah. either it's in duplex subdivision or triplet subdivision. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, I think one of the cool things that, that it struck me is, you know, it's aimed at non-drummers. However, yeah. you know, I, I've been playing drums for 30 years, and as I kind of went through some of the exercises, I gained a new appreciation of counting you know, one meter against another. And, and it just, 
I don't know, maybe it opened another door of how to think about the matrix of rhythm yeah. and synchronization. Yeah. You know, it's um, so I mean, I think I, I think drummers will get something from this, no doubt, but especially mm-hmm. maybe younger drummers to mm-hmm. understand some of those high level concepts, um, you, you know, like the clave, for example, you know, a, a lot of younger mm-hmm. drummers struggle with that. This will kind of show you how everything falls together in a polyrhythm, and it's really cool. Yeah, no, there is no doubt that 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 you know because it says it's a book for non-drummers. That doesn't mean that drummers are not going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, also also challenged because uh, by 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 midway the book uh, through the end we start getting into odd meters and we start getting into more complex rhythmic interactions between two lines and and things like that. And that is something that, you know, any drummer would benefit from this information and even take it into the drum set. I've been actually trying some of the exercises uh, from the third chapter of the book uh, already with some of the students at school doing it on the drum set. And it has been great because, you know, it's a great exercise for, for, you know, getting getting really deep into, you know, syncopation and also the rhythmic fluidity and, you know, the whole interaction, uh, at meters, it has a lot of things. So, so, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, not only non-drummers, but drummers as well, they're going to be, you know, they're going to benefit from it. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, I, I think the other really cool thing about the particular book and how, you know, how you address, okay, here's how you try these things. You know, you, you don't have to be sitting at a drum set to do this. I mean, this is something that you can do in your car while yeah. you're driving to work or, you know, sitting mm-hmm. at, at your computer. It's as simple as, you know, hand claps or foot taps or, you know, yes. what, whatever the case may be. So it really is an, an exercise book that you can do at any time. You don't have to have a practice pad, a pair of sticks, anything like that. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it also challenged the, the memory. It challenged the rigging memory that, you know, many times we get used to playing uh, patterns that are so repetitive in one bar pattern, for example, that are so repetitive. And then when we have to deal with two bar patterns or four bar patterns that, 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 you know, that have difference in between among the bars, then, then you know they start they, they have to they start challenging the, the the memory, and 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 that is a great exercise because you know we actually are musicians because we remember after we heard the music we remember what we liked. Yeah. And and that is a great skill that we should all keep and not be always rely relying on uh, you know music notation. Um, so my idea is to, that, you know, that, that the student or, you know, the professional musicians that want to check it out and want to do the, the, you know, the course, uh, that is in the book that, um, uh, you know, uses, uses, uh, you know, the memory and, and, and it really, um, you know, gets deep into, into, uh, into feeling, uh, the groove deeply and, and feeling, you know, the subdivisions, which to me is kind of the matrix of, of, uh, of all rhythms that we play, which are, you know, as long as it involves a beat. Right. Um, so, um, so 
so that's that's what it's all in, you know inside of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, I mean, I think as drummers, we've all played with with great musicians who maybe don't have the best time feel or or you you know they they don't anticipate what's coming if it's outside of you know just you know common time um Mm -hmm. and especially if you're accenting something weird in common time in four four uh you know uh, time so i think you know, I guess what I'm getting at is I need to buy about 30 copies of the book and give to, <laughs> to all these guitarists so, and, and bass players that I know. <laughs> that's right. I think I think we can all definitely, you know, benefit from it. And it's just not, you know, as you very well said now, it's not only, uh, you know, for students that are into in, in the college, you know, level now or anything. This is for, for professional musicians as well. And you can pick up, a few exercises that are really, uh, you know, good that you feel that are good for you, that it go, you're going to improve, uh, you know, your rhythmic uh, playing and stuff like that. And, you know, you can go through it and, and see what, what it works for you or not. I, I think I think uh, it definitely, you know, as I say in the book, it's, it's not about, this is about dealing with what happens between a beat and the other beat. Right. And, and, and this, some, is, this, this book is about that, either right. in duplet, subdivision, or triplet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think when you, you know, as I was reading through this, you know, you start getting into some really, you know, complex uh, ideas, but, you know, like sevens and, you know, how do you split that seven up? You know, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you split a nine up? Um you know, are, are you are you subdividing in quarters or eighths, or are you subdividing in sixteenths? You know, things like that. Um, I I just think it's immensely helpful for drummers that maybe still struggle with odd time. Um, this is a, a different way to approach that than just you know trying to listen to to Rush or Dream Theater or you know really complex music and try to decipher it. This gives you a new way to kind of, you know, slice the pie, if you will. It's a new way to think about it. Yeah, it's a training for reinforcement or or, or really, uh, you know, development, but also to, to become really self-aware of not only what you're doing, but what others are doing. Sometimes we listen to a music uh, and we say, oh, what time scenario is that? And how, how are they, you know, sounding so tight and, and stuff like that? And, you know, through these exercises that are in the book, it's a, it's a, it's a training, it's a strong training to really get all that together and, and, and really be much more aware of, of what is happening rhythmically or what could happen rhythmically if you really get, you know, this yeah. kind of knowledge and information. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, you know, a new song for the first time or, or something that's not you know, you know, four, four, six, eight, twelve, eight. It's not, you know, common. Um, and it always takes me a minute. And this is just one of my struggles. It's like, okay, wh- what is the time signature here? What is, you know, th- what is this passage? And I think applying some of the things that you have in the book will help me to be able to go, oh, I see what's going on here. And I see where things overlap, you know, and which bar mm-hmm. that happens in. So I understand this mm-hmm. is in five or this is in seven or whatever the case may be. Um, 
you know, like I said, it, it really opened a door in my mind to, to kind of feel things differently than I ever have, which is incredible, really. Yeah, well, I'm really, I'm really glad, uh, you know, you enjoy it and, and you, and you, you know, got to see through some exercises and, and get to, uh, to feel what is a, you know, what, what am I aiming for in the book, which is, you know, as I say, just to improve, uh, the rhythm of, of, of anyone, not only non-drummers, but drummers as well. And, you know, they can take that information to the next level. As I say, at the end, after you're, you go through this book, you can even take this information into a compositional level. As a composer, you want to do something. And now you see you have a template of possibilities in front of you that you can take parts of it. You can, you can do so much uh, stuff out of it, not only as playing, but also as, as you know, composition and, and inter- interaction. You know, you can use that information also as part of your vocabulary uh, when you improvise. Yeah, abso- well. absolutely. I mean, that's so, a, that's so a great point. So it goes point. in different directions. Yeah, you go into, into different directions at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a wonderful book. And, you know, one of the other things that I do want to touch on about the book, you know, I mean, for folks that are out there listening, they may say, "Okay, this is great. I'm going to pick up a copy of the book. But, you know, maybe my reading skills aren't so strong or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. The book includes over 175 audio tracks that go along with the book. So now did, did you record those? Yes, yes, I did that. I, I recorded. Uh, it took me some some time, like like about four days, to make to make the whole recording. This is 188 audio tracks that I I recorded myself, and you know they are actually split apart in each ear. So most of the examples are two lines uh, interacting with each other. So so I have uh, in each uh, I have panel the uh, the rhythms so that you can actually isolate, you can take the, your right ear and then put it in the left one and listen to whichever you want to so that it, it helps in the training of it. Yeah, it's... And the book, just 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 to mention, you're probably going to put it there, the book is going to be in a couple of weeks. Well, uh, in March is the official uh, month uh, that is going to come out, but people probably uh, soon, they're going to be able to pre-order it on my website, which is... Uh, you know, DaphneSongMusic.com is my website where where I sell my other book and all my music and everything else. Absolutely. And now, is this um, is this being done through Hal Leonard? Is that who's distributing the book for mm-hmm. you, or, or no? I'm 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 doing the same the same as I did with my my first book with a, a wall of rimly possibilities. I'm putting it out myself. Oh, okay, awesome. Even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing it myself. So okay, well. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do because I think it's so cool. Um, I am going to open this copy that I have right here up to one of my listeners. So um, for those of you that are listening, the first person that emails me uh, at the drum shuffle podcast at gmail.com, you will get this advanced copy of Daphne's new book. Uh, he was also so kind to send us a, uh, a, a nice little uh, kind of insert uh, that he has signed. Uh, so you will get both of those. So send me an email and I'll be glad to send you an advanced copy of this right before it hits the streets. So thank you for providing that for us, Daphnis. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for the for your continuing support and 
you know, I appreciate uh, every word and, and, you know, the possibility that other uh, people and other listeners to, to your program, they, they get, you know, being aware of, of the book and, oh, and, absolutely. and what is in it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, um, you, you know, and, and look, I don't want this to just be an infomercial on the book, but it, I found it extremely handy, um, and I was glad to to get a copy of it and be able to kind of look through and work through some of the stuff. And you know, it it opened up new doors for me. And you know, I've been playing for thirty years, so I mean, I think that's a testament to uh, your ability as an educator, which is fantastic. So thanks for sending it our way. Um, well, thank you, my pleasure. As I say, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Um, so what else do you have going on, Daphnis? Are you in the, you know, in, in the throes of working on an, another new record? Are you writing? Uh, what, yeah. what else is going on in your world? I just finished, um, I just finished writing all the new music for the sextet. We are going next month in March. Uh, we're going to be performing at the Jazz Standard March uh, 5th to the 8th at Jazz Standard. And right after that, we're going to go to the studio we're going to record that music. So okay. that's going to be the music of the next um, next recording that I'm going to put out. Okay. I'm also doing working on some compositions that I get commissioned, uh, finishing and, and things like that. One, uh, I just finished writing a, a new piece for the Princeton University, which um, uh, um, they commissioned me to write a new piece so that they can perform in a, with a big band oh, in cool. May. Yeah. And uh, anyway, all the stuff is always a lot of uh, things going on. Sure. But, you know, it, 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 you know, this, this, uh, after the, the, the book, I, I've been just, you know, moving along with some composition and stuff and doing a lot of other things. Yeah. Okay. So the, the sextet record, um, are, are you thinking it's going to be a 2020 release? So if you're going in the studio yeah. in March, you're, I, I'm guessing you're hoping for summertime. Probably in the fall, the fall It's going to be in the fall. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's going to come out in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I, hopefully you'll, you'll put another, uh, another Grammy on the shelf. <laughs> you yeah, know, hopefully, yeah, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. fantastic. And, you know, I, I know that you're one of the hardest working guys out there. Um, Talk to me a little bit about a typical day. I mean, do you teach every single day or do you have certain times that you're teaching? I mean, I know that you play a lot. So what is a typical day for Daphnis? Well, on Mondays, I'm still, I'm, um, most of Mondays, I'm, I'm free, meaning that I, that I can do some creative work of my own, you know, like writing books or writing music. Then Tuesdays and Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I go to school, which means that I have to, you know, wake up some kind of earlier. And I go, uh, you know, I have, I go to school and I start around 10 or 11 and I go all the way to six o'clock. So that's the whole day almost there. Yeah. And then, you know, that's for, for the three days in, in, in the middle of the week. And then Friday, most of the time I have my time also, uh, you know, to do my, my creative, uh, life. And, uh, and that's it. That's basically, you know, what happens, what happens throughout the week. Um, and you know, nowadays, because I'm composing so much stuff, I'm doing so many things and just, I'm fighting constantly to, 
to try to force myself to sit at the drum sometimes and practice <laughs> some and play because I'm doing so much. Sometimes I look at the drums and it just makes me feel, oh, I remember I'm a, you know, I'm a drummer. I have to. <laughs> but uh, well, it's fun. I mean, you know, I'm always constantly around the drums and I'm playing all the time, even when I'm teaching because I, you know, I teach so many different things, not only drums at school, but, you know, um, also I teach uh, ensembles and I teach composition and I also teach um, this rhythmic course that is called Rhythmic Synchronicity. And, uh, and I conduct the Latin Jazz Orchestra also, which is a big band. So it's a lot of things in the plate. And, you know, most of it is, is just the organization around it. Uh, it's not just going and doing it. It's, it's, it's a lot of planning around emails and logistics and things that you, you know, have to be on top of it all the time. Well, yeah. And, you know, I mean, that brings me to uh, to a different, you know, topic. And, and one of the things that we talk about all the time on the drum shuffle is that, you know, traditionally drummers have been, you know, side men and side women. You know, they, they are... Mm-hmm kind of defined by the group they play with, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we talk all the time about taking control of your own career. And I think you are a shining example. You know, I asked the question about who's distributing the book and you were like, I'm doing it myself. Um, You know, Daphne Sun Music, you've released your own records. You've done your own books. Um, You really are running everything yourself um yeah was that a conscious decision or was it uh was it just i have to do this (laughs) on my own combination okay it's a combination of the two it's a combination of the two um i like the idea of having control of what i'm doing not only you know the creative aspect of it but also the business aspect of it i don't really um so i haven't really believe it or not no one from any major label has been interested in my music and that and that really put me uh, you know in in more in in the responsibility of how am i going to make this happen for myself right because i'm not depending on them uh, and i don't want to be depending on them so since uh, 2008 i created Daphne some music i put my third record uh, i put it out that was like, the first record that i put on on Daphne Somba was my third one as a leader. And then I kept moving on. I keep swiping my credit card at, at <laughs> back then and just <laughs> believing in myself. And, and then, you know, I put, and now I have, this is going to be my eighth album as a leader. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, uh, I just, I'm, it's a lot of work, but at the end of the, of the run, it's very rewarding because at least you don't have to blame anyone. Oh, or yeah. or feeling unsatisfied or something. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, and and if I had probably back then the possibility of of being you know, having some kind of interest from a major label, probably it would be different. But it didn't happen, and at the same time, um, you know, I'm satisfied with the way it has come out. I mean, to the point that even putting a record in Daphne some music, you know, have, has won the Grammy last year. Uh, it's already. Uh, you know, kind of a good a good sign that 
uh, I wasn't doing that back back then either. So. Oh no, not <laughs> not at all. And you know, I mean, I think that's a testament to to you and your work ethic. You know, so many people say, well, you know, um, especially you know, 15 years ago, they would say, oh, you know, I'm going to sign a record deal and all my problems will be over. And a lot of people don't realize when you sign a, a, a recording contract with one of these big labels, that's when your trouble really begins. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah, you're exactly. you're giving up some control. You're certainly giving up, you know, some some financial considerations there. Um, you know, but I think you are living proof that you can do it and be hugely successful. Um, oh, yeah. Without the help oh, of yeah, a major it's, label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. However, as I mentioned, it's a lot of work. And so, you know, it's not for everyone. Let me put it that way in terms of the amount of time and work that it needs to be done. Some people just, just don't like to dedicate the time that it needs this side of the story, the business side of it and, and the whole thing to make that happen because they just want to, you know, play whatever the instrument they play and play music and have fun. Yeah. And that's okay. I don't think, I don't think everybody uh, is, is meant to, to, to do that. Or, or they just don't have their mentality or, or that necessity or that urge or that kind of, uh, you know, feeling that they need uh, to make something happen with the music. So because to me, that's the only way I can be up there playing my music and, you know, and, and doing what I really like doing, which is, you know, uh, playing with my bands and my projects and things like that. So that's, the, that's, that's why I did it. Um, um, and, and I still doing it. And, and I, you know, every, every day that passes, I feel more, uh, strongly about, about that, uh, being, you know, uh, self-efficient and basically a hundred percent entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, when it comes, when it comes to uh, delivering a, you know, the message, uh, one way or another, you know, well, I, you know, far be it for, for me to give you advice, but I think, that is a course you should be teaching at, you know, the, the Frost Music School is these young musicians. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I think there's a class there of, hey, here's how you can take control of your own career and run it as a business and be successful. Because I, I think there are so many talented musicians that mm-hmm. that like you said they they can play really well but they just have no idea where to start on the business side of it and you know mm-hmm. the the history of of the music business is littered with people that didn't understand the business they sell millions and millions of records and they're destitute they have no money um mm-hmm. you, you know so you have to be able to take care of both sides of the equation i guess is what i'm getting at and i think you would be a fantastic teacher of that so um yeah. I, i'll put that bug so, in your ear so to speak yeah yeah i mean I, i've talked to some students already about what they they they've been getting in the in the um, in the classes of music business because some of them they take in music business and stuff, and I and I sit with them and I ask them what 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 is the material they giving to you and stuff like that, and then you know I have a chat with them, telling well this is the real world and the real world goes like this, my friend. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, but but yeah, I think it would be as you say, um, you know, very helpful if 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 more people and especially young uh, students they 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 become aware 
of how to make these things happen and, and things like that. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm completely pro uh, teaching through my own experience through the, you know, the instinctive uh, part of, of, of what I do, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're just a, a gentleman and a scholar and, and we're so, so thrilled that, uh, that, you know, we consider you a friend over here at the drum shuffle. We just love what you do. Um, you know, I, I still to this day will, you know, be on, you know, YouTube or something like that and watch videos of you playing. And I, my mouth still drops open, you know, it's like, (laughs) Oh oh my God, how does he do that kind of thing? Um, you know, so, so you're really in the zone, so to speak, Tell tell our listeners who some of the younger up and coming drummers are that you're listening to and and are inspired by. So I'll ask you the same question that I asked uh, Horacio. Yeah, well, you know they are they are from different from different genres in a way. I think I think you know John. I mean you know I, I don't know, but younger than me, Mark Juliana is doing a lot of interesting things. It's completely different you know, uh, kind of, um, uh, you know, vocabulary in a way, Yeah. but you know, I, I think he's pretty talented and, you know, Marcus Gilmore also, and, and Eric Harlan. And uh, I mean, I consider the jump, they, they still young to me, maybe because I don't see myself older and they kind of <laughs> a little bit, you know, younger than me. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just, you know, this is, there are a lot of, there are a lot of, um, drummers out there that, you know, they don't get the visibility also that they need to. And, uh, but that's, you know, as I say, everybody has their own kind of a light or star. Some people are really good, but then their personality doesn't help them. Yeah. Some people are not that good, but then the personality is so great that they succeed because, you know, they know how to do things and when to do them. Um, and you know, it, it just, everyone has his own thing. And, and I think, as I say, there, there is always great, uh, you know, drummers, young drummers coming up and, and kind of, uh, you know, shaking, uh, shaking all the vocabulary and doing, you know, a lot of interesting things. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's, I think you're absolutely right in that. And, you know, I think, I certainly wasn't trying to say you're old, Daphnis, because you and I, you're actually younger than me, I think. So I'm definitely not calling you old. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, you know, probably as I'm say, what I'm trying to say is like I might ignore or not ignore, you know, I might be ignorant about some young yeah. guys that are really good, young, much younger than me, but, you know, that I haven't been able to, to know them. And, and that's always for me in the back of my mind because you know it's very easy to mention names of the ones that that most of us know right you know but sometimes uh those guys that are not necessarily as as well known they they you know they have as much as uh you know to bring to the table as well yeah so i'm i'm just mentioning the possibility that i'm completely not aware of some other you know m- many others that young fellows that I might not know. And I obviously I'm not going to mention because I don't know them, but that doesn't mean that they are not there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's a great point too. You know, I mean, I think we as drummers, we kind of fall into a little bit of a trap in that, 
you know, if it's if it's not in, you know, Jazz Times magazine or Modern Drummer or, or Drumhead, and, and those are drummers, drummers, right? I mean, those are the guys mm-hmm. that are, mm-hmm. you know, hugely technically proficient. And, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, if it doesn't, you know, land on my desk, if somebody doesn't just hand it to me, I have a hard time seeking out new music because there's just so mm-hmm. much of it. You know, it's yeah, uh, it, it's like trying to take a drink of water from a fire hose. There's just so many new things coming out every day. And I just, you know, yeah. we, we can't keep up with it. But, um, you know, I do try to spend a little bit of time discovering new music you know, at least once a month, you know, I, I just, Hey, what are the, what are the kids listening to? You know, what is popular right now? And, um, unfortunately I, I think the, the, the industry popular music today doesn't really lend itself to great musicianship. I think they're just, you know, really trying to sell downloads. Now I'm not saying that as mm-hmm. a blanket statement. I just think, to find the really great song craft and musicianship, you have to dig a little bit for it. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's specifically uh, on the same path of what I was saying. That that you know, uh, yeah, not everything not everything that is uh, in the covers are are necessarily you know the the, the best of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, 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 you know, but at the same time. Uh, I'm just I'm just more pro pro in terms of of giving uh, encouragement to young kids and, and and younger musicians and you know to keep on moving uh, and trying to to create that you know that musicianship that is needed in order to elevate the quality of the music because it's very easy to get trapped also in the digital era of trying to doing a lot of loops and things like that and it's just the whole relationship with the music changes um and and you know i just i'm classically trained so i really admire and appreciate when someone is playing their instrument in front of me and i know there is not that there there are no tricks there you know it's just what he plays what i hear is what he's playing yeah and and nowadays you know because of all this digital era and the whole thing everything you know a lot of things are you know, very technological and very repetitive. And uh, I don't know, it's just a different mentality, a different approach to music, but that it has, uh, you know, that it doesn't develop that much there. Yeah. Well, you know, know, I I think I'm going to start lobbying uh, the folks at Yamaha Drums, Sabian Cymbals, Latin Percussion, you know, some of the the companies you endorse. I'm going to start lobbying them to get you on a clinic tour this summer to go all across America (laughs) on a clinic tour. I think that would do us all some good. Um, Because if, if folks have not seen you play and you're technique and your approach to the instrument they need to because it's just simply incredible my friend well thank you i really appreciate it i I really appreciate that you appreciate it and you know it makes a double appreciation absolutely for sure well daphnis i want to be respectful of your time thank you so much for coming back on the drum shuffle um it is an open invitation when you get the uh the sextuplet record done and you're going to put it out in the fall please let me know. We will absolutely have you back on to talk about the record. 
Um, mm-hmm. but you know, while we're, while we're here, you know, we always ask for a good piece of advice when we wrap up. So, um, give us all a good piece of advice. To me, uh, uh, at this moment today, at this moment, <laughs> yes. um, let me see. Well, actually just, just coming, coming out of that same subject that, that we just discussed about it, you know, uh, I know music can be seen in different ways. And I know um, that, you know, the, the, the world moves on and, and music as well and all evolve. But I really uh, appreciate a lot uh, when, when a kid plays what he wants to hear instead of having a machine do it for him. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say basically is, you know, try to invest more time, more of your personal time to your craft and your technique and the ability of playing, you know, your instruments to a certain, to a great level so that you're, it's not only for the people to admire you or, or for the people to clap you or to make you feel good after you don't that work It's for your own sake as a, also as a, a, in a spiritual level, this is to me playing an instrument is almost a, like a med- meditative action. And, um, and, you know, to, it's just a, a great relationship that you feel at, at some point even becomes as a therapy uh, because, you know, when you're doing and playing the music and, and, and feeling that relationship, you kind of forget about everything else. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know if that's an advice, but at least it's a, it's a thought. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and it's a great one. You know, I think it's absolutely good advice. So, um, Daphnis, again, thank you so much. I, I, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, can't wait to get you back in here in the fall to talk about the new record. Uh, I hope 2020 is, is super successful for you. Uh, but keep us posted on everything that's going on. Um, I will put links to your website and everything on our show's website. Uh, folks, you got to check out Daphnis. He is just incredible. He's amazing. And the book is Rhythmic Synchronicity. Uh, and again, the first person that sends me an email at the drum shuffle podcast at gmail.com, you will get a copy of the book before it hits the streets. Daphnis, thank you so much, sir. Thank you very much for having me on the show again. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you real soon, okay? All right. All right. Bye bye. All right, guys and girls, that is going to wrap up episode 90 of the Drum Shuffle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We just can't do this show without each and every one of you listening week in and week out. We appreciate it so much. Hey, I ask this in every episode. I'm going to ask again. It'll only take a couple of seconds of your time. Go out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever platform you use to listen in. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a star rating, a review, just a sentence or two if you like the show. If you don't like the show, don't leave us a review. I'm kidding, of course. Leave us an honest and open review. Uh, It helps folks find our show, the algorithms being what they are. uh, The more reviews, the more star ratings we have, the more people find us in their searches for drumming podcasts. And I can't thank you enough for doing so. 
hey, we've got some great episodes coming up here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I have had my conversation with Nate Morton from The Voice. Uh, We're going to have him next week. The week after that, we're going to be joined once again by our second guest ever on the show, the great Scott Hessel of the Gen Blossoms. And that is a great long conversation. I'm already laughing now thinking about it. Uh, He's just such a cool guy and lots of great information uh, and stories in that. So you're not going to want to miss it. So hit the subscribe button. As always, we do answer every single email that we get here at the Drum Shuffle. That email address is thedrumshufflepodcast at gmail.com. Our web address is thedrumshuffle.com. And of course, you can always find more information about me over at jamieeds.com. While you're there, click on those social media links, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, follow us in those places as well. Again, many thanks to Daphnis Prieto for joining us. Uh, Just such a great guy, monster drummer. Uh, I hope you listened real close on how you can win a signed copy of that book. I'll be looking forward to hearing from our eventual winner. So until next time, may your head stay strong and your sticks never break. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.